in no small part because of that decision to convert him rather than let him die on my apartment floor, here we were. Question was, what the fuck did we do now? Were we safer staying together or splitting up and hoping for the best? I banished that thought as quickly as it crossed my mind. Levi was in no condition to go on alone. Even if he were, we'd work too hard to find Ian, come too close to losing each other, and already lost Selina. The wolves wanted to hunt us down and kill us because Ian and Levi had broken one of their sacred rituals? Fine. They'd have to catch all of us, because we were in this together, and that was the end of it. We should all have been in it to the end. Selina's death hit all of us hard, especially Levi, and I cringed at the memory of her slipping away after the motorcycle crash. I don't know if Levi heard it, but I couldn't forget the silence that had followed her heart's last feeble beat. Of all of us, she shouldn't have been the one to die. Hadn't she suffered enough already? Destined from childhood to be bonded, spiritually married, to Levi, and then destined to be alone when he turned out to be gay. She'd selflessly given him her blessing to bond with Ian, and she'd kept Levi and me from killing each other while we'd tried to find Ian. When another wolf pack held us all prisoner, she'd used herself as human collateral to give us a fighting chance at getting to Ian before the pack found and killed him. And last night, after the cars and bikes had stopped and the bullets had finished flying, it was Selina, Levi's best friend and the only wholly innocent one among us, who died on the blacktop. She'd had no part in causing all of this to happen, and in my eyes, her suffering and death were the biggest crimes. If only to honor her memory and keep her death from being pointless, the three of us had to continue. I turned my head, watching Ian sleep. If there was one advantage to being a vampire, it was this spectacular night vision, and like the ceiling above me, Ian's features were clear as day. He lay on his stomach, the pillow obscuring one side of his face, and looked deceptively peaceful. I resisted the urge to brush a few unruly strands of his dark hair back into place. Much as I wanted to touch him, just to remind myself that he was really here and really alive, as much as a vampire could be, I supposed, I didn't want to disturb what little sleep he'd been able to get. On the other bed, Levi was almost completely motionless. We'd propped his injured knee up on a couple of pillows, and he hadn't moved all night except whenever he startled awake. A dark bruise peeked out from beneath his collar and climbed the side of his neck. Just from the way his shirt rested across his chest, the swelling from his broken collarbone was unmistakable. I shivered. I'd long since converted when I broke my own collarbone some years ago, and it had healed in a matter of hours, but it was still beyond excruciating. Between that and his ribs, he'd be in a world of hurt for a while. Beside me, Ian's pulse and breathing shot up again as he jerked out of unconsciousness for the hundredth time. I closed my eyes, cringing on his behalf. Maybe lying awake like this was the lesser of two evils. At least then I didn't have the dreams that must have been kicking him awake four times an hour. His breathing slowed. So did his heart, both returning to a more normal cadence. This time, though, he spoke. You ever going to sleep? I turned on my side and ran my hand up his arm. Says the man who keeps waking up. Ian shuddered. That's a double-edged sword, believe me. 
Trade you. Be my guest. He rolled over and faced me. You're more than welcome to these dreams. On second thought, yeah, I figured. Ian closed his eyes and sighed. If I wasn't so damned exhausted, I wouldn't even try to sleep, because I just keep seeing last night happen again and again. He shivered. It was one thing when I killed the wolf in Grant's Pass. I know he was a man, too, but seeing him as a wolf, I guess... Made him less human? Yeah, I guess. I know that sounds cold. Killing an animal isn't very high on my list, either, but it just made it easier to deal with. He rubbed his eyes. Last night, though. You did what you had to do, Ian. I stroked his cheek with the backs of my fingers. The wolf in Oregon was self-defense, and last night was keeping Levi alive. You're not a murderer. Semantics, he whispered.